Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1997's Boogie Nights, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? It's a really good movie. You should watch it. Do something. Also, uh, additional warning, uh, I have a feeling this is going to be an extra filthy episode, so... (laughs) You know, it's if this ain't your kind of thing, maybe maybe skip this one. Yeah, but you can catch us on, uh, we're on Podbean, Satchel, Stitcher, um, iTunes, of course, and Google Play. Um, we're on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, at Colt45Podcast. Check out our YouTube videos. Go to our website, uh, Colt45Podcast.com, where you can see uh, behind-the-scenes photos of Comic Palooza and other stuff that we're going to be doing uh, throughout the days. Uh, Code 45 is powered by Carla Sue Invites. Uh, you ever try to get a car for your lady and you just can't find the right card and just suck at life? Or you want to get a, a really good ball-busting card for your friend? Well, go to Carla Sue, greeting cards, invites, and more. Uh, she is on Facebook, Etsy, uh, Snapchat, Pinterest, and Instagram at Carla Sue Houston. Be sure to check her out. Yeah, when I, when I want to give a good fuck you to my buddy, that's where I go, man. Yep, exactly. You are now listening to Cult 45, the only cult movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to a nice, (laughs) dark, seedy, simmering, (laughs) sizzling, uh, glistening, (laughs) shit. And moist edition of the Cult Forty Five show. Oh my god! Yeah, pretty much, man. We uh, we're doing boogie nights. Boogie, boogie, boogie. all inspired by uh, Mr. John's two dollars shirt. <laughs> that's where all Don't this knock came the shirt. From. I mean, I'm just saying that's where this all originated from. That's hilarious. That shirt. Yeah. Well, I, I never, I never tweeted a picture of it. I don't. I will. It's don't a, it's worry. a good, uh, it's a good I shirt. Have it. I have it. I have it saved away just for this. Whatever. particular episode <laughs> I, I i do admit it kind of makes me look like uh a persian rug salesman yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Not gonna i had lie. the best rugs i had the very best rugs no one has better rugs than <laughs> all, all i all i'm missing is the um the golden chain and i'm working on the mustache nice speaking of shag we're doing boogie nights folks uh hooray <laughs> yay segways um yeah man honestly i think it's gonna be pretty obvious uh Y'all the, like yeah, that we all like this fucking movie, but uh, it's gonna be a blast. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, this is this is one of my probably my favorite movie of all time here. Okay. So that's, so that's why that. I was excited about this. As well, I will be. definitely preface this with saying because I, I like to do this sometimes. The true story is so so much darker than the movie. You talking about the uh, for John Holmes? John, yeah, John yeah. Holmes's life was so dark in comparison to this movie. I'm really surprised. I mean, it, it was technically a uh, like a continuation to like a short film that Paul Tom- Thomas Anderson did. Right, uh, I watched that one. The documentary. Too, which, oh, I didn't get a chance yeah. to watch. it. I watched that, and um, for thirty minutes, it was fine. Right. For the Wonderland Murders, the other movie that was put out about it, mm. it was like this. It was a mess. I didn't even finish it. Damn, I really? It. it was that bad, huh? It was directionless, but we're not going to talk about that. Even though it does play part into well, this movie, but we'll get into it. Well, if we come across anything. Um, that rings to that. Please, like you know, just chime it only, in. It only it. happens much, much later. Oh, I see. Oh, so, well, everything yeah. sucks. Well, um, gotta say, love, love how the movie started. Get you right into it. 
Uh, great continuous one shot. We got a boy Luis Guzman doing his thing playing Maurice. Oh, wait. Is that the fat guy? Yeah, that's the little pug guy. Uh, the, the, oh, that's the one I always want to see die in every movie because of Carlito's way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no, he, he can be a bro in some movies like nope, this one. I He's a cool dude in this him. one. Really? You really hate him that much, huh? Uh, you, you ever know, well, not him as a person, just him as any role that's in a movie because he's just one of those guys. Every time I see him, I see him as a guy who betrayed uh, Carlito. Every time I see him, I, I just see, I think of pugs all the time. I just see pugs and cuddly dogs. And then he talks. It's like, no, look at him. Look at him. Just go. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> this opening scene reminds me of the, and it was introduced way later, um, the YouTube video of Hell's Club. You ever seen that? I haven't. Where they have this, uh, well, basically, just go on YouTube and check it out. Same, just how that club looks, mm. except it has all these different actors from all these different movies, oh. and they've sort of spliced it all together. Like you'll have Obi Wan Kenobi, Disco Inferno, Terminator, oh. and it tells this like weird story. It's definitely worth checking out. But uh, I really, I really liked how they really smoothly showed all the key players. Yeah. Of the movie, like in that one continuous shot, I thought that was really clever, really cool. Not forced, not forced at all. But speaking of force, I felt like uh, Jack, played by Burt Reynolds, um, he felt the force emanating out of this busboy. He felt something was emanating from him. That was uh, a weird scene. A strong force from his loins, if you will. Like, kind of creepy, actually, the way he was. It was just, yeah, like, I I fucking him the whole. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He was digging his vibes, bruh, real hard. And um, didn't know where that was going uh, when no, I first I saw this movie. I was like, this is interesting. But, you know, he seemed like a smooth good dude, uh, this Jack Horner guy. So, like, you know, he, he corners <laughs> he corners Eddie. But, you know, the, the real Jack Horner, his real name was what, Bobby Chin? He was an Asian dude. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. The He was the one who discovered uh, Holmes mm. in real life. And I was like, oh, just just had to whitewash that, huh? Couldn't, couldn't find you an Asian guy? Uh. I mean, but okay. I know it. I know it wasn't a real biop. It wasn't well, a no, true to life story. Of I, I wasn't saying that. I was like, who would you? Who would you cast? Like, like especially in '98. I don't know anybody. The guy from Karate Kid. <laughs> I really don't know. Oh, Jesus. You know what? <laughs> no, no. You know, it could have been the dude from Kung Fu. What? It's about um. Oh, uh, oh. Do you, remember, oh, do you remember how you auto auto asphyxiation guy? <laughs> yeah, I forgot his real name. <laughs> yeah. What's his real name? It was like. Uh, David Carradine. David, David Carradine. David Carradine. Yeah. David Carradine. He could have done it. He had a little freak in him. Good old belt loops. <laughs> <laughs> so we might as well go ahead and get this out the way. Okay. Uh, porn names. I think mine is already solidified. I don't really need to change anything. How what about was you? It? it was ridiculous. It was like, uh, what was it? Because it was like so many episodes ago we talked about that. Okay. We'll give it to us one more time. Okay. So it's it's your, the, 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 first, the first name is the name of your first pet and the last name is your street uh, the first street you lived on. That if you had to give yourself a self-appointed porn name. Oh, if I was able to close yeah, my just eyes. Short. And, I'm and sticking with Mr. Being Black. I'm riding with that. <laughs> That's a- perfectly fine. There's nothing to change there. I think I think I'll do the same and keep mine just just to see like what kind of people would would watch a porno with some goober named Sonny Chips. God. Like who the fuck would watch that? <laughs> I, I, I would be interested. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, yeah, like, what kind of name is, is there? There's food involved. I feel like mine might be a little too violent, man, for, uh... <laughs> no, well, it depends on what kind of porn you're doing. This is true. And, um, uh, maybe, maybe beat them off. <laughs> beat them off. 
<laughs> it's just a string of jack off movies then, like just solo jack off. Yeah, uh, beat them off. Man, beat them down probably will be good, but it's it's it's, it's not gonna be nice. It's not enough. I'm gonna have Timberland boots on the whole time, <laughs> and it's just with belly in the background. <laughs> yeah, 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 and just like that that old scary ass couch that dreams died on. But speaking of scary, I don't know which is scarier: the way that Jack comes at Dirk. Or Dirk's response to how, like, no he's contest. like, oh, do you want me to There's jack no off for you? There's no What's contest. That? There's no contest, dude. Eddie's response yeah. was like, absolutely turned it up to 11. Like for, and then how how just nonchalant. And and the biggest question for all you guys is like, how much is $10 in 70s money, man? Because um, that's a steep well, price. See. How much? Well, let's see. How much was gas back then? That's a a nickel. Because what the fuck? A nickel. It, it was a 1935. Dude. I mean, for, like to to well, are, you driving, are you driving your Model 90. T down to the... for you to be like, oh yeah, you want you want to watch me beat off ten bucks? Like number one, how fast are you going to be done, bro? Because that's an awkward situation. I could see that that could be a good three hour excursion. <laughs> we trying to like arrive. <laughs> Why does that have some... to sound like Gilligan? Three hour excursion. <laughs> It'd be horrible, dude. It's horrifying for ten bucks. Jesus Christ! It had to be. I, I'm gonna say it's a hundred bucks. Seventies <laughs> money is uh ten dollars. Seventies money equates to a hundred dollars. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. Like, uh, just he's so just easy with it. And then like, then he's like seventeen, which makes it just even worse. It just what makes it really, really worse is uh he goes home, and I don't know if I was the only one that got this vibe. I'm like, does his mom want to sleep with him? No. I don't know. She just—it was. She I mean, keeps, she's hyper focused on on him sleeping with another. Like it's just strange. I mean, she she's, got she got like that crazy. You know how, um, how like people have those uh, mother in laws that like real real possessive of their sons. Okay. I think she's on that level. Like she doesn't like she doesn't approve of that chick, so she keeps emphasizing that she's a hoe. I don't know, man. I just oh, every time I watch that movie, that's the vibe that I got. That she has some kind of unusual fixation um, with him. Cause it's just strange how she keeps talking about sex over and over and over. She was just a garbage mom, though, dude. Like she literally just ran. The piece of shit was his punk ass daddy. Yeah, he, you know, he was. Just he was sat a punk there. Bitch. Yeah, yeah, he, he was a punk bitch. But it was just like, it's like I felt like just they they didn't have time to like fully flesh out her pushing him away. So she just did it in one shot. And I really felt bad for Eddie, man, because Eddie, you know, made it very clear that he's slow with yeah. his reaction to everything. And this just kind of made me sad. Like, the, the little slobber pleading with the mom. I was like, oh, stop Jesus. It, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty rough. But she basically pushed him into uh into porn, which I thought was fucking hilarious. I was like, yeah. way to go, mom. For, uh, the, for, for the ladies, it's only fair if we uh, uh talk about underwear karate. Oh, yeah. Why not? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you got uh, Marky Mark with his little tidy whities yeah, and, uh, practicing his moves in front of the mirror, and well, I'm I'm not gonna lie, he was shredded as fuck. <laughs> no, no, it's Marky Mark, bro. He he stays in shape. Like that's that's his deal. Who's guilty of like uh, mirror karate? Everybody, yeah. planet, the planet, all the time. Yeah, yeah, uh, he said the planet. The planet. <laughs> Earth, at least fifty of percent Earth. of us. Yeah, so I mean, clothing optional. Clo- the underwear is actually optional. Yeah, yeah, because that's when you do the spin kicks when there's no underwear. Have done it at, at some point in time. He kept it. That's why he kept it reserved to basic. You know, just I just love. Now, it. I you love know what else was games. one of the most painful uh, ongoing themes was old buddy whose wife continually uh, was getting banged. Oh, yeah, that was uh, old. That was Bill. 
Yeah. Uh, Willie, William H. Macy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, Go sleep on the couch. And he just took his punk ass in there and slept on the couch. What, uh, what, what was his role in the production company? He was like a he director? Like, no, no, he was like, nah, a, he was like a, a DP or something. Like a, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he had, a, I guess, a, I, don't, I don't know. Was it ever made clear if his wife was a, a, a porno actress? or In real just, life, she is. Yes. Yeah. No, no, she, she was a porn actress. but she just, In the movie? In the movie? Yeah, she, she was a porn actress, but she just got knocked down all the time. That was just her deal. She just... I hope she was a porn star because that that oh, actually oh, that would be even worse. But like, but uh, they never did. They never. <clears throat> she never did any scenes in the movie. They never said anything about her doing scenes. So it just seemed like she was just some old off-brand hoe. Or she yeah. was like but, just yeah. Or or she was just done. Like she wasn't like you know needed anymore, and she just just kept banging dudes. I don't know. But it was just I just hated her guts a lot. And uh, but little Bill was pissing me. And then everybody called him Little Bill. Just making it even worse for that guy. Yeah, but, just uh, walking all over him. Actually, uh, William H. Macy's uh, agent was like, uh, don't read the fucking script. Don't even bother with this shit. And he read it, and he fucking loved it. And he couldn't wait to do the role, dude. You know what, kill, you know what kills me? Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson was like 26 when he made this. Jesus. Well, you know what kills me? I didn't realize how many other Tom Anderson movies I actually liked until I looked it up. Uh, yeah, which which other ones do you like? What was it? There will be, let there be blood. Where will there be blood? Whichever one was about the there oil. Hell yeah, that's so blood. Good. I was trying to watch Inherent Vice. I liked that, the premise, it, but I yeah, never got a chance okay. to see it. It's okay. Um, what's the Ma- other ones Magnolia. I think never you, watched it. I, I think you can skip yet. that. You can skip that one. Yeah. Um, the master was the master was really good. Master was looked lame to me. Like I, I got love the first. It. It it doesn't go it doesn't go very far in terms of plot, but goddamn, those are some amazing actors. And surprisingly and, enough, um, I did like the uh, the little thirty minute deal he did on Boogie Nights uh, before. Uh, I can't remember what what it was it called documentary. I, I, I remember. Yeah, it, it, I, it was something about Dirt Diggler. I feel like no, it was. It, but they the you know the who's the dude from Step Brothers? Fuck. John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley. Okay. In the mockumentary, their relationship is a bisexual one as opposed to a just a bromance, which in the context of looking at the movie now makes a little bit more sense. I'm like, all right, I could see how they didn't want to ham up that angle. Yeah. I, Even though the real was, John Holmes it was did kinda, several homosexual uh, scenes. Quick, I wanted to mention one more documentary. It's great. It's called uh, Twilight of the Porn Star by Louis Thoreau. Uh, have you guys heard of him? He's no, awesome. Right a B- right B- B- uh, British guy, BBC. Um, yeah, Twilight of the Porn Star. It's fucking heartbreaking. It's eye opening. It's informative. Uh, some of it gets you fucking mad a little bit. Uh, highly, highly recommend it. Mm. I'll definitely check it out. I was just gonna say next they introduced the character Buck. Yes, the black guy uh, who's in a you know in a in a stereo store trying to peddle his wares, which is a and I don't mean like in a nasty way, but actually trying to sell stereo. Yeah, he's a salesman. Equipment. Right. Now, what I found out during the research, which I haven't had a chance to look up, but either he was based off of or um, that scene was based off a movie called uh, Putney Swoop. Putney Swoop, by- yeah. Putney Swoop. I never watched it. I haven't watched it yet. Is uh, it uh, that's uh, Robert Downey, right? Senior, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's really good. Really? Okay. I started to watch because it's on YouTube. It's available. And I think I'll end up watching it. Tonight. I was trying to shove it in and, and watch it in, uh, watch it before the we got here, but I couldn't watch that many movies in such a small time frame. Yeah. So I will check it out. It was kind of funny how he um, he wasn't black enough to work at the stereo store. You need some soul, brother. He might as well have just said that. You dig? I was like, oh, that's yeah. awkward. Oh, but yeah. but you know, Buck 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 has uh, 
a running joke of uh, style issues um, throughout the movie, which is pretty funny. I do like um, Reed, uh, which is John C. Riley's character. I like I like the I like the relationship between uh, him and Eddie, aka Dirk, because uh, it's like two kids talking, like when they first mm-hmm. met. Because they're talking about how, how much they bench and all this other stuff, and like you know uh, John C.'s character was like constantly one upping the numbers. And they're like, okay, well. You told me the number first, so you quit fucking me over. And then, like they, <laughs> they still had like a stalemate, and they're doing like pool tricks and shit uh, at this fucking party. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know we had this huge party. Um, uh, Amber, who is Jack Horner's chick, uh, played by Julianne Moore, uh, Amber Waves. Uh, Who's get, the black chick? That's uh, Nicole Ari Parker. I like Becky her. Becky Barnett was mm-hmm. her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was in a lot of. Uh, yeah, she, oh, yeah, she's. Yeah. she's I was like, hot. Jesus. Well, let me just get like arr, 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 for all of them <laughs> in the movie. Arr. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. And then Bill's okay. wife gets boned again in the parking lot. Yep. Oh, um, we totally missed Roller Girl, bro. We suck. What's wrong? Oh, with you me? talking about? Uh, yeah. Well, well, she had, they had a little part where she was in high school and basically she hates it. The time where Eddie actually got kicked out of his fucking house was uh, when he banged Roller Girl and stayed over. Right. But uh, they had another scene. Where she gave him a blowjob, right? Yeah, that was right before that. That was right before that, where, mm-hmm. she, where she blew him. But before that, uh, his actual girlfriend that the mom hated uh, gave us like a weird exposition of how amazing his dick is. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I thought was funny because they had to like set up like how, how you know, just amazing his wang is. Well, he's and, a big, bright, shining star. Yes. We fast forward back to this huge party. The colonel shows up with his driver. The colonel is like the money man, uh, the main dude uh, running the shit, uh, producing the movies, making sure she's getting done. And we have a very gentlemanly <laughs> uh, exchange where he asked him to see his dick. And the way that he asked him is fucking hilarious to me. It was like uh, like uh, just, you know, business me. Like, Jack tells me you have a great big dick. Uh, may I see it, please? Yeah, yeah, may I see it. And then when he shows him, he had like this weird smile permanently on his face. Like what a f- fucking creep. They were all creepy, man. Oh, of course, of course, as they should be. The colonel brought this new girl. She's doing a bunch of coke with one of these guys. She does too much coke. She ODs. Um, the guy who's crying <laughs> that was doing the coke with her was only crying because this is like the third time it's happened on his watch. And yeah, and then they have the the wolf from Pulp Fiction come in to fix it up. Well, for the bitch slap breakdown. This was master level bitch slapping this. I don't know if you noticed it, but there was no full extension and full extension was not even required. No, it was Coke level pimp slap, which means look at the flick of the wrist. It was just not once, but twice. Twice. He slapped him so fast that by the time his spine had realigned itself, it was only swiftly met by another successive pimp slap. Now, Mr. Being Black... As far yes. as psychological damage, like, what do you think was done there? Like, well, walk, walk see, us through that. Well, see, this is the thing. While most pimp slaps are directed to cause psychological damage, this particular pimp slap was redirecting his focus on the task at hand. The first one, orientation. The second, to realign himself with the task at hand. So, if I were to rate this as at least an eight, pretty effective. It's pretty effective. Pretty effective. Yeah, he was uh, administering the remedial bitch slaps it was like the cpr of pimp slaps yeah you know i'm watching this scene right now and it's amazing how quickly that buff guy he snapped into action and starts picking that orientation 
Okay, and immediately following the bitch slap scene, we're um, introduced to uh, another member of the film crew, Scotty. Boy, Scotty. He's the he's the sound Scotty, guy. Scotty, Scotty. Oh, that was the the tiny shirt looking guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, he always has his tummy hanging out from his uh, from his shirt at all times. Dude, like, why? Why my first watch? I didn't really just like realize how just overtly gay he was. <laughs> right, but once you watch it again, it's completely oh, obvious. Boy. There's no hiding it. Mm-mm. And it just shows like how 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 great of an actor Phil uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman was. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah. Just like you can see, tell by his like body language, how he like keeps himself closely guarded and his really like effeminate mannerisms. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's great, man. But he was so into uh, our boy Eddie right off the bat. Like you could tell that he had like he wanted some type of friendship with him on some level. But we thought just, it was a, a bromance at right. first. Right. Like, That's like, how you like, oh he's so cool. Or like the man mean. crush or like your hero, like you know, um moments like that happens where, where you have you have a dude that you're like, man, that dude's so fucking cool. Like I want to be just like him. Cause you know, Scotty is kind of weird looking. It's a weird looking cat. I've never had this happen where um I can visualize something so strongly <laughs> uh and have very descriptive language uh, explaining stuff. But uh Eddie is coming across his name, Dirk Diggler. And it's a really, I really thought it was super interesting just like hearing him explain it. He sounds like a child. Like I know he's 17, but he sounds 12 trying to explain this. And then they even uh, go so far to actually show us what he sees when he closes his eyes when he came up with the name Dirk Diggler. Mm-hmm. Gotta say, that is a good point name. <laughs> like, and I, I love how everyone in the industry will like take a moment to like give him kudos on that good ass name. That's a good name. It's a good name. Now, you know what's so not so great. Well, so great about this movie is that we're explaining it and we're pretty much giving you part by part because, like, pretty much the whole next part is just Dirk's rise to fame. I think his overall attitude uh, mm-hmm. and uh, his relationship with Amber Waves, I felt like, was really, really interesting because it was a very weird, misplaced maternal energy type situation as far as ugh, it was so gross but like uh, yeah yeah no i was just gonna say the overall theme of the movie was these um these misfits and these fucked up people finding their like own little family where they can belong to and well, that it was, made uh, i think it made perfect sense since amber waves i'm assuming was the older redheaded lady yes yeah she didn't have her own kid because of got taken by child support or whatever by the husband yeah. dirk had this tumultuous relationship with his mom so, yeah, that was a perfect fit. Yeah, but they were like, fuck it, man. It, it, it was foreign world, man. And so, then, you know, probably and a different code. I just liked how polite and, and meaningful everything was for uh, Dirk when he was, uh, he was like, I, I, I want to make it real sexy. Like, <laughs> it was very important that everything was sexy. And um, just the, the, the pre, pre-porn scene conversation between them and how you know, jizzing on shit, like, you know, like, where, where should I come? Oh, like, oh, I'm on my face or my stomach or my chest, whatever. Like, the way that they say it as if it's like, hey, do you want me to pull these weeds out the back? Uh, there's a hip-hop website. It's called Vlad TV, right? Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. all the time they'll have... You Are you familiar with it? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> all, right, all right, well, it's a really different, almost twisted type of thing because a lot of times they'll talk about their dating and, like, they just view it as work. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I just went to work, yeah. got jizzed in my eye and came home and they don't see anything wrong with it they talk about it like me and you talk about uh overtime like it's just their way of life really but they all seem to have a very hard time dating uh regular people because how could you you know yes i couldn't couldn't do it could not do it i couldn't do it here's a here's a weird question um (laughs) if there was a porn star that you think you could try to have a relationship with who would it be (laughs) 
Uh, I don't know, man. Like, okay, let me all, let me give you some caveats. It all ends me boning. Let me give you some caveats. Um, sure. You can move away where no one will know you. <laughs> like, so nobody, like, n- none of your friends will be able to judge you. You can just like move away. Yeah, but what's their skill set for other types of employment? Nah, just come on. Uh, Roxy Reynolds, I'll go with her. Really? Yeah. I like Roxy. I would say Jada Fire, but like no one can know where I am. <laughs> like no one can know that the, wor- the internet destroys that. Like she's so gross. She's done so like she's so like she's a really pretty person, man, but Jesus Christ, she's done- <laughs> she's so gross. She's super the pro- gross. <laughs> the problem with that is like every time you're like, Oh, I'm gonna go jack off something, <laughs> there's a chance that that Google might show who you're with. You don't want to see that, man. I couldn't do it. Yeah, because you you foreplay is like not gonna happen, man. He's <laughs> gonna look down. Kiss me on my stomach. Yeah, about Never. that. About that stomach can. Nope. What about you, Chip? If there was one that you could possibly Shit, Audrey I don't, Hepburn. I don't know. Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> I, I would. Yeah, I would. I'd choose Audrey Hepburn. Alright. All right. No, yeah, really? I don't really know many porn stars like that. So, uh, random amateur number six? Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> well played, sir. And we show our age. <laughs> But uh, so then, then, you know what I liked about the New Year's Eve party, and I really didn't realize it until I started looking at my notes. Pretty much, they—it's like a foreshadowing of the beginning of the end for all of them. Mm. Dirk's introduced to coke. The dude comes around trying to sell uh, Jack on different types of film, as opposed to the way he's doing it now. Oh, he's talking about Lloyd. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because because uh, Lloyd comes in looking like serious as fuck, and uh, I thought it was really. I thought that was super interesting, um, like, looking at how time has changed. Because, like, you know how when you're younger, you think, you know, a 10-year span of, like, something changing isn't that serious. But it's, like, it's really quick. It's right. A really quick amount of time. And then you think, because, uh, like, when I was watching that part where they're talking about, oh, you know, it's all videotaped now, man. It's like, no, I want my shit on film, uh, blah, 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 blah. And, and he even talked about how much it cost to right. make a film, like, er- early in the movie. And it's like... Um, you know, thinking about that now, thinking about something costing, you know, thirty thousand dollars to produce for a porno is like weird nowadays. Like, yeah. uh, I feel like production value is kind of coming back lately, kind of. But I just don't know how porn realistically makes money. Like, I really at this don't. point, yeah, yes, that's, that's a good I question. I don't, I don't get it. You got, you got conventions; they make their money, uh, for damn sure. Um, which I would never go to one. No, no, that's Never. just for what? No, that's uh, that's take now a, that's weird. To to actually meet one of them and be like, okay, this is weird. Try to take a you know, hugging picture with them and stuff. Yeah, no, I don't care that much. Nah, dude, I don't. I don't want to be seen there. But um, <laughs> I, I think that would make a good uh, live podcast. <sighs> yeah, that'd be interesting. That'll be interesting. Hey, you know, I think there's gonna be one here in Houston. Really? L- hold on a second. I I swear I just saw that somewhere. We're not going chips. Hold on. We don't know yet. Yeah, because all you're going to end up with is butter in your ass and lollipops in your mouth. <laughs> Boy, I, and who wants that? Dude, first of all, well, I like how he said it like, but that's just me. <laughs> call me crazy. He was, You know what he was? He was waiting for somebody to agree with him. Yeah. And no one took the bait. So he's so, like, no. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> maybe I'm an asshole, but whatever. Before all that was happening, though, um, Jack mm-hmm. Horner was, you know, like during that meteoric rise to fame, uh, they came up with this character, Brock Landers. Side note, that was a real thing. Really? Johnny Holmes, yeah. That's how he rose to fame is he had a whole, like a private investigator porno what was this, uh, what, series. What, what was that dude's name? Um, 
while I look it up, you continue on and I will find you the name yeah. in about 30 seconds. But um just the just the whole premise of them like just knocking it out the park with these dope ass names and these stories. Like uh and I like how when they showed us like certain clips of the Brock Lander shit where he's uh <laughs> he fucking shot the gun and smoked yeah, a yeah. cigarette right after his <laughs> fucking oh, that's- Great. Okay, wonderful. his name, his were the Johnny Wade oh, or Wad W A D D. Oh, yes, yeah, Wad. Gross, gross. Yeah. Um, so, I just, I just found the information about the. It's uh, the convention is called Texas Texas Triple X. Nice. Um, it's gonna be held at Cover Girls near two ninety and Beltway eight, uh, August August seventeenth to the twentieth. Nice. So we going or no? No, we're not. We're not going. You, you can go oh, by yourself. And, you can wear that and, shirt. And <laughs> note, actually, in side note, I now that I just pulled up his uh his bio again, now I know why they decided not to make it a a bio uh, a biography of him I'm dying because of in AIDS. real life, huh? Because I'm dying of AIDS. No, because in real life he was a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Um, towards the end, he had a 15 year old girl when he was in his 30s that he pimped out and beat publicly. Like this real story, so much darker. Then um yeah so he was a piece of shit he wasn't a cool guy at all. Speaking of shit going dark, um, mm-hmm. Scotty makes it super weird. You know he gets the car, he shows him the car. You know is really excited about it, and then tries to make out with a uh, Dirk. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just I really appreciate the classiness that Dirk showed. Yeah, he was just like, dude, come on, stop. Yeah, like much. true true bro maneuver in my opinion. I know some dudes was just like shut it down and beat the shit out of him and go crazy. Like I felt like nah. that's. That's kind of how you handle it, because you could tell Scotty was like in a weird mental state at that point in time, and he tried to play it all, saying he was drunk, which uh, yeah. not didn't work. Well, and then he <laughs> kept talking about, it. "I thought you wanted me. I thought you were down." What yeah, the, oh, all right, boy. All right. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, really but, awkward. Uh, no, Dirk and, did fine. He was like, "Hey, man, stop that. Not with that." You're like, "Come on, bro. Out. Like, you little rough, man. I'm out." When, when, he, when he got in the car and was like, kind of. That was some good acting, man. Because I totally, oh, yeah. totally forgot that was Philip Seymour, bro. Like, totally forgot he was in Ghost Protocol. <laughs> totally forgot he was in Hunger Games. Totally yeah, forgot he was Capote, dog. Like, I forgot all of his shit. And I was like, this dude is creepy. I was like, oh wait, that's an actor. You know, um, that could have been Jack Black. He could have uh, done it. Not as well, but I did like him in Bernie. That was good. That was really a good ass movie. One. That was a good ass movie. Uh, also, Samuel Jackson could have been Buck. Buck. I don't know about how that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I like Don Cheadle, man. Don yeah. Cheadle did fine. Don Cheadle's uh, childlike wonder is what sold me on Buck. I couldn't see, I couldn't see uh, uh, Samuel Jackson. You doing need that. to buy this motherfucking <laughs> stereo. <laughs> <laughs> Becky, quit fucking all these other news. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> is this where old buddy comes and finally blows out the brains of yes. the chick? Little Bill, man. Great oh man, fucking Went so gangster. I was Great. like. Fucking scene that whole again with the uh the continuous take shit following track, along with yeah, him. I just the like tracking the tracking shot and he has the blank stare. That's the, the that, one I like. That creepy the thousand, smile he does the thousand right years stare. He just, why did he blow his brains? Why did, man, fuck that. Dude, he was at peace. He had a smile on his face when he did it, bro. He was like, "Yep, got that bitch." But pow, I I, <laughs> I I feel like uh because uh, they're saying originally they they wanted that uh that scene to be more gruesome. I, I appreciated the fact that you didn't see what happened because I, like one thing I really like about this this style that uh that Anderson did throughout this whole film, you felt like you were just kind of there, just walking around throughout that movie for most of that movie. You feel like you're kind of yeah. just there hanging around them and you're just like kind of like a ghost, like witnessing everything more than 
oh, this is an established shot. This is an established shot. You feel like you're there in a weird way. Good shit. Great um, fucking scene. Back to the party, uh, when you mentioned that this is like sort of the beginning of the end for everybody, mm. that also applies to um, Jack, who's talking to, um, not the colonel, he's talking to some other guy. It was Lloyd, it was Lloyd. The, the, Lloyd, the, Lloyd, yeah, the yeah. Butter yeah. and Lollipop. And he's explaining to him, like, yeah, you're, we're going in a different direction, and if you want to hang with us, you need to change what you're doing, because your shit isn't selling, or isn't going to sell, and that's when you start to see the big fake tits and the... Man. Um, Good old fake tits. Just the, the, the superficial superficiality of, of porno. Yeah, that... Starts to really come out. That was a good scene when they were showing um It was like these two chicks with giant fake boobs. That's totally 90s porn. Uh, like making out in the um, jacuzzi. And like the guy... Um, the other, I forgot his name. The, he was like... He, he, he's a famous actor too. But he was the one kind of giving, uh, <laughs> giving Bill shit before he killed himself while his wife was getting banged. Yeah, yeah. But um, he was trying to direct them on what to do. And he's like, okay, well, yeah. Okay, we'll do that. Uh, fuck it. Just go ahead. Just go for it. But... um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that was really interesting how things changed. But uh, I really, 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 really liked the uh, documentary that was done by Amber Waves about Dirk Diggler. It was the mm-hmm. fucking funniest shit ever, dude. Because he was, at this point, he's fucking feeling himself. And it's very clear, very clear that he's feeling himself, dude. And um, we got a uh, <laughs> favorite line was King Napoleon in ancient Rome. Yeah, <laughs> just so many things. So many things was wrong with that shit. And, uh, like Dirk, he really takes himself as a serious actor. Yes, yes, yes. The, 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 in that little documentary, um, there's a sh- there's a part with uh, him and Jack and uh, uh, Dirk. He's just kind of like so full of shit, and he's just kind of his ego has gotten so out of control. And um, he says something like, "Yeah, Jack sometimes lets me do my own thing," and Jack just starts laughing like, "Yeah, I never let you do that." And he says blocking his scenes. Like, dude, you're smashing, bro. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'll let him block his own scenes. But uh, <laughs> but we get a little glimpse of Amber trying to do a little directing thing. Like, like she has a dream other than being a shit mom. She cut the yeah. tape together and whatnot. She was pretty proud of it. Everybody was happy, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. This is when the, the colonel fucked up. The colonel's yeah, in jail. Uh, yeah, everybody's kind of celebrating in, uh, uh, the, 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 film, the documentary, and Jack gets a phone call. Um, you don't get to hear who's on the other line, but um, it's clear that they're pretty frantic because Jack's like, whoa, whoa, hold on, slow the fuck down. And it's, well, it's the colonel. He's in jail for some reason. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. The worst reason. Straight yeah. Sandusky um, action, bro. Yeah, they're 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 in uh, the jail. They're in the mm-hmm. jail, and they're talking uh, uh, through the telephone line. They got the glass in between them, and he begins to explain. Um, you know, he was with a young girl, but he didn't, he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything, and so Jack's like, "Okay, we're cool. We can manage this." And uh, that's yeah, that's when they find out that is something it's a lot worse. worse. She's like, "Well, they, it's what they found in my house." And I was like, "Oh my god!" And and. <sighs> I gotta say, Burt Reynolds really knocked this scene out of the park because it was friends, like friends, right? Well, not only that, but just okay. You you know how when somebody fucks up, and you're like trying so hard to just put keep yourself in that disbelief bubble of like, yeah. no, this is no, but you did nothing, right? Like the way he kept repeating, like, but because he's trying to keep him in that respect level, but he's like, you're slipping, man. This is about to be cringeworthy type situations happening, dude. And it's just it was over, bro. Like in. The way that he put the phone down, the way that he couldn't hear him anymore, was like a perfect metaphor of what actually is fucking happening right now, dude. Like, you got to distance 
yourself but at the same time that was your money bro that was your fucking cash cow gone gone you know time progresses now because it's the 80s now officially you know we got a uh, dirk you know he's getting older now even though it's only been it's only been like three three fucking years uh new blood comes in we get our boy johnny doe he's not feeling him he's not feeling him at all because he's and, starting to see he's about to get replaced yeah he realized that it's truly a pimp game and, and jack horner is definitely definitely a pimp as far as uh recruiting dudes on some weird shit he started hitting crystal man and you know you're doing some hard drugs when you got to wear a fucking bandana while you do it bro that's that's some drug using right there man well, the real, life, uh, the real life homes is uh, they started talking about that he started getting heavy into drugs as well, too, even to the point that it has started just like Dirk. We saw the scene where he couldn't get it up. They had like a couple of different uh, tapes with Holmes where he just he wasn't able to maintain, full, which was his signature thing. He was just couldn't do it because of all the co- cocaine and methamphetamines that he was using um, at the time. Message kids, don't don't do drugs. It ruins your if you want to ruin your porn. Yeah, and, uh, uh, hey, seriously, do it just a couple of times because it's awesome. <laughs> I give you good, good old, old heart attack. Old limp dick chips over there. <laughs> oh, just, just one or two times and then you call it quits. Right? Oh, loaf of bread, sunny over there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to give a, a shout out to Ch- Thomas Jane because he fucking knocked it out of the fucking park in this movie, man. Boy, he did he ever, up. dude. I felt like uh, it's just because every now and then Thomas James will, will have that voice and be that guy every blue moon. But I hated him in Punisher. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, I knew uh, you were going to bring that up. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. I just nah, I just can't get with it. But um, <laughs> this is. Um, I, I also like when he um, when uh, Dirk walks in on um, uh, fucking uh, Johnny Doe and. Um, yeah, when he meets Johnny Doe for the first time, and then yeah, he gets all pissed off and he walks away. Uh, that, that that's when, like uh, symbolically, he walks away with um, what is uh, Thomas Jane's name and Todd. Yeah, Todd. And, it Todd, and yeah. he like kind of puts his arm around him, like yeah, he's got him now. He's he's going down that path of like a bad influences and drugs and yeah. Todd is the worst. Yeah, Todd is the fucking worst, dude. But what's even worse, though, is, oh, uh, enabling ass Reed, bro, letting this motherfucker try to cut demos. Garbage ass <laughs> demos, dog. They were hot. Oh, fire. my God. I couldn't they stop laughing. You, fir- you start to see the drugs really affecting uh, Dirk's performance on set. Because yeah. uh, he, he, he's uh, in the restroom for, like, I, I don't know, an unspecified amount of time trying to get it up. And uh, when he finally does, uh, they're not ready to I'm shoot ready to yet. Fuck. And he gets really pissed off. I want to fuck and, and, somebody right now. Yeah, he said, he's, I'm ready now. I want to fuck right now. Yeah. And uh, that's. I actually put yeah. in my notes. I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, Dirk with the best line ever. This is my big dick and I'm ready to fuck now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but him and Jack gets in a fight and he gets fired. So, uh, you know, this, this is why he went to the demo mode. He's like, I'm going to make a record and be big. We have, we also have a, a heartbreaking story uh, that's old as the test of time where a black man tries to get a loan. Uh, Buck, with his uh, newfound chick, uh, tries to get a loan. You know, he wants yeah. to have his own stereo store. He doesn't want to be a porn guy anymore, you know. And at the same time, we're getting uh, – it's like it, I like how – we have the, the, the hard fall of people all at the same time kind of happening right now. So we have uh, Roller Girl and Amber Waves are having a little, a little coke sesh 
little coke session gets super sad dude <laughs> gets yeah. really sad very requiem god damn like roller girl just gets... out, yeah they're just out of their minds on coke so i mean dude like really bad like really really bad because like the the mother the mother son type dynamic is being like further explained by amber waves and roller girl is like be my mom like could you be my mom like can i call you mom and it's like oh god just <sighs> she she doesn't even let uh Amber get a word in. She just says, "Okay, I'm going to I'm going to ask you, are you my mom?" and you're just going to say yes, okay? Are you my mom? And then it's just um I don't know, that motherly instinct just kicked in and she's like, "Yeah, I'm your mom." And it was Fuck. Very, very heavy scene. And this is after um uh, Amber had her her custody hearing with oh, her husband. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh yeah, like she has she's like they're like, how many times have you been arrested? And then you just cut to her crying. <laughs> Boy, she had an ugly cry. I mean, there's Ooh. no way that you can cry nicely I'm just in saying, a situation like that. Julian Jul- Jul- Moore is, is is very attractive, but she looked like a harpy when she was crying. Like she had like, a... <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was gonna sprout wings and just fly off and kill people, dude. It was rough. But uh, oh dude, so quick little trivia tidbit the judge in that scene actually was a porn star and that was kind of what happened to her oh shit yeah man fucking so that was rough for her to sit through but yeah dude that's just fucked up so at the same time duke's porn porn background you know shatters his his chance of getting uh the loan because the bank doesn't want to you know philander with uh people of immoral (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) But you were saying you're saying this uh, this kind of shows everybody's downfall at the same time. That includes Jack. Jack's walking through his new warehouse and it's so sterile and lifeless. Mm-hmm. And that ju- that, that kind of um, goes along with like his artistic his the death of his artistic integrity. Right, and that's all that he suffers. It's like meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> Wait, hold these on. people are dying from drug addiction. I, hold on, I know real sacrifices. Yeah. Oh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't subtle. That wasn't subtle at all. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so uh but yeah, I also love the record deal situation where um Reed and and and, and Dirk doesn't don't understand how business works. It's like give us the demos so we can take it to the record company and we can make <laughs> I was just waiting for him to say boats and hoes at this point. <laughs> but <laughs> that's a, it's not an LP, it's a YP. Hey, I don't know all this technical <laughs> industry talk. <laughs> I'm like, is this like a demo? Is this your demo for Step Brothers? It's not getting in my face because I will drop that motherfucker. Yeah, dude, it's fucking awesome. Well, I love when um it got even worse. You know, like 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 this was only the the start of the uh, euthanasia roller coaster, barreling down the uh, the fucking little tracks. So we got. Oh my god, bro! We got the part where uh, Roller Girl now. You know, they're trying to do the bang bus first ever bang bus type situation where they take roller girl out and she's gonna bang some random guy and uh jack's gonna sit there with his prices right mic and uh record the whole deal <laughs> <laughs> and um you just know it's gonna be bad and uh because the music there's no like the music doesn't really get like kind of fun anymore it's getting kind of a little depressing and uh we have a truck roll up you guys gonna have to explain this to me in a second mm-hmm. but a truck rolls up basically and um He's talking to somebody off screen. He walks in, surprised. Is Dirk back to his jacking off for money days? Oh, yeah, that was cool. Boy. So, I'm not gay, bro, but you know, just jerk off for so me. Let me now. see you jerk off a little bit, buddy. Yeah, but I'm not gay. No, no, no homo. And then it's like, it's uh, so 
that's happening, and he's, he's still got coke dick, so he, he can't, you know, achieve full uh, awkward erection. Uh, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the dude that's in the car that uh, that they select for this random bang for Roller Girl went to school with the chick, and he was the one that was teasing her uh, earlier on in the movie, which makes... <sighs> this one, the movie is just like... Uh, the music is really like, oh, yeah, everyone's fucked right now. Get ready. Get ready for some fucked up feelings, folks. Here it comes. Ten-year reunion, this dick. Oof. Rough, dude. So, okay, <clears throat> here's my question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a gay bashing trap, right? Right, which I didn't totally didn't get. Right, because like, why do you he was beating me for a while, bro? Like how a long while? Well, no, I, this is what I actually wrote in my notes. I'm like, why, why would you have to beat somebody up because they're gay? Like, what what purpose does that serve for you? Which is a great question, but my question is, okay, all I'm saying is, if I'm setting a trap mm-hmm. and I'm not gay. <laughs> And I know I where this is going. And I don't want to see that. Why mm-hmm. would I be like, give me 20 minutes? <laughs> give me 20 minutes alone first. Well, he just had to, to prove he to had to earn day. his trust. Right. I need I need it all the way out and, and erect and almost there. And <laughs> like, because he was looking at him, looking at his lips, bro. Like, he was yeah. so, he was self-hating gay. Yeah. So, like, okay. So, like, how does, like, how did the plan work? Is like, all right, guys, give me, like, 15 minutes alone with this guy. So I can make sure he's all the way gay. How you gonna do that? <laughs> don't worry about it, man. I got my ways, bro. But he, I don't know, man. It was just—it was very awkward, very. Strange. I was more mad at him for like just you know letting it go that long and then fucking him up. Like that's just because what if he what if he finished on time? Then what? Then what? Did they both get beat up? He's like, his buddy, his buddy, like, hey man, I could I could go in there and do it instead, you know? No, 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 man, no, 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 I got this, I got this. But um, regardless, and there was no cell phones too, so it was really, I'm really interested on how that worked. But anyway, I like this scene. The next scene coming up after Roller Girl, base, because you know the guy's being really rough, and he's like, yeah. let me do my thing, bro. They kick him out of the car, and the thing that sparks it off, he's like, what do you say? Your films are shit now. Yeah. And Jack proceeds to just mollywop the sh- now. Even though Roller Girl could have easily have killed that dude with the roller skates for a second, yeah, Yeah, because she totally curb stomped him with roller skates, which I commend her for her balance and skill. Because she American history XXX, she and I hate nice one, nice, but she truly, truly never took some skates off. Because I mean, only a, a professional can curb stomp somebody with some skates without like looking off balance, but um. I, oh yeah, I put my nose. I was like, Jesus! All the bad things are happening in one day, so close to each other. Because, because like the trucks drive off, you see the limo drive in the opposite direction. Like all this happened like in the same three block radius. It feels like, and then you see this donut shop that um. Oh and I, Jesus! But I, but I really, really, really like how they frame that because you saw the donut shop whether they made you or not. It's just the way that your eyes will focus on it. You will see it. Come like, oh donut shop because I'm fat. That's how I roll. <laughs> this was this was like pure Quentin Tarantino right here. Yes, this scene, like yes. everything just going wrong in three fucking seconds. Like, what the fuck just happened? It's fucking brutal. And like, and the stakes are getting raised, bro. Because like the music, the, the tense music does not stop. The tense music has continued, like from the beginning of what we're talking about with this scene. So we see Don Cheadle in all white, just making me very uncomfortable, man. <laughs> just really uncomfortable. You and sitting there with this lady. And it's super late, and it's like he's going on a food run. Like, why are you going on a food run? Oh my gosh, she's pregnant. It's getting worse. It's getting worse and worse and worse. And like Don Cheadle is just being so sweet about it, man. Like, oh my god, are those, are those Christmas sprinkles? I like that. Like, just being real nice. I'm like, oh god, he's gonna fucking die. I'm just 
bracing <laughs> myself. Like, he's so fucking dead. He's in all white. He's already ready to go to heaven. This is going to be bad, man. And I, thought, I thought it was going to be old, old uh, Bubba Pro Bass sitting in the corner. Going to do something like race related or something, you know? Old tractor trailer guy. <laughs> so but no, instead of it, instead it's fucking old Eric Estrada looking motherfucker coming man, in with a gun. He did look like him. He did look like him. That's hilarious. And he, he walked in with no sleeves, but all the weapons he needed. And, uh, <laughs> he's robbing a donut shop, which I got to say, um, terrible place to start. If you're gonna rob somewhere, anyway, he's robbing his donut shop. It's getting it's getting serious. He, uh, the, you know, the guy knows the protocol. Puts the money in the bag. He's like, "Nah, motherfucker, I want that safe." This is where Wilford Brimley wants to be a fucking hero and uh, reaches in and pulls <laughs> out that hand cannon and did not see this coming. Like yeah, the first time like I watched a, this, it was like the completion of a Mexican standoff. Yes, it was so fucked up, and I felt bad for the clerk because he did nothing wrong. So, so here's a question. Serious question. Yeah. All bullshit aside. Okay. Do you take the money? Yes. Absolutely. Really? Do I, I can't. I don't, I don't touch it. Because then you're involved. Well, you not got, all of us are making charge nurse money. What if? No. <laughs> in real life, man, your prince. After a three-way murder, you're gonna go home with the money. I'll pass. In in the seventies. It's the yeah. exactly number one. is the seventies. Number two, he's a porn star that can't get a loan and can't achieve his dream, and he has pregnant wife, and he just almost died. Yeah. In that particular situation, like if it was me now with the stuff, I probably wouldn't take it. Um, did they have like fingerprints I, testing? Yeah, yeah, they did. But they had no force forty forty eight shit. It was like first twelve. Well, and also, I don't, I don't think he touched anything in there. He's the only surviving person in a three way murder, and he's uh, black. No in cameras. Seventies. <laughs> no camera. Bro. He's how did, black. How do they know the he 70s. was there? No, no, no surveillance the camera. There's no camera. The eighties, eighties don't have cameras. Come on, guys. It was nice. Dude, look. Uh, 80s yeah, had was, cameras. But, was what, like but what happened? But what happened, though? Did he prosper or did he fail? He prospered. I'm talking about you. you oh, no, no, no. I'm dead now. No, no, no. I'm dead. Like, like doing it now, I wouldn't do it. I said, if I was if I was in Buck's exact situation. In yes. the 80s, you'd do it. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch it. Yeah. I wouldn't touch it. I'd just walk out. I would have did it. I would immediately crash my police. way out of there, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I would immediately call the police. And, and got shot. Cause you still would have got shot. Like, what did you do? What did you do, Negro? Like, you would have got shot either way. Kalachi. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a gun. But um, all right. So, but yeah, dude. So the, yeah, yeah. So okay. So but but the way it went down, it was uh, robber got shot. Robber shoots Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley just <laughs> in his death throes pulls the trigger and blows the brains out of the fucking clerk who had nothing to do with nothing. So sad. So fucking sad for that guy. Very gruesome. This all happens in two seconds. As he wears all white. And that's why he wore all white. So he can get splattered in uh, victim blood. I never thought about what he drove home in. Um, I never thought about it to this moment. Because he obviously didn't drive home in the blood suit. With a bag full of money. He did. He he got in the car and was like, we gotta go. The question is, what did he tell his wife? Uh, She probably saw it. She probably saw it. She probably saw it. She probably saw it. But um, I put in my notes. I said, "Buck, Buck succumbed to the struggle." (laughs) 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 Struggle's real, man. So we get Dirk and the gang, man, uh, preparing for what 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 in the streets we would call a lick. Now (laughs) this is where the real life. This is actually where the real life John Holmes story gets way way darker. Yeah, it's called the uh, Wonderland Murders. Mm It was a, a series of six, mur- like, what we saw was comical, right? 
but in, kind of. <laughs> kind of. But in real life, six people were bludgeoned to death. Jesus. They were all drug dealers. And uh, basically the same premise of what happens in the movie, mm-hmm. except um, some other guy. Uh, how, how was it explained to me? Um, John Holmes had ripped off another drug dealer, right? Right. And um, that drug dealer caught Holmes. The story's muddled. But uh, either Holmes told the drug dealer which drug other drug dealer put him up to the task mm. or the drug dealer A told him, well, I want you to now go perform a series of murders for me to uh, redeem yourself so I don't kill you. Mm. Yeah. So, Damn. yeah, like there was some, one lady who who did get there were like two people that survived the the the, the murders. Uh, the bludgeoning or whatever, mm-hmm. went up like with permanent brain damage, comas, all kinds of just really dark stuff. Just look, Google the Wonderland murders to uh, see for yourself. Well, I want to sleep tonight, so I'll do it tomorrow. Night. <laughs> I got to say, though, um, the plan, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, uh, let's get baking soda, put it in the bag, get five fucking G's for it, and just dip out. There's no way that's going to work like that. But uh, oh, also five five grand split three ways. Like, just come on, man, not even it's worth it. Eighties money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was you're literally right. a million dollars. <laughs> you're right, because if, you, if you beat off for ten, only yeah. God knows what he would have did for a grand, bro. Oh, and then the the, the choice the choice of music in this scene was just awesome too. You had th- three songs back to back. Yeah, that that just escalated you the fucking the chaos. Um, but yeah, dude, this this was a just tense ass scene, and I loved like everything worked. You have fucking Doctor Octopus in a goddamn bathrobe, uh, porn stash, uh, big ass hair, playing his mixtape, having a great time, high as a kite, talking to these guys, and then um, you have a uh, Cosmo, he's Chinese, uh, blasting fireworks constantly throughout the day, like as they're in the fucking building trying to make this deal, and you have a uh, ominous black bodyguard guy. That's just walking around the road as well. He's dual wielding pistols, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah we're gonna get to that. Cause that okay. kind of pissed me off a little bit. Um, but also, with all while this all this is going on, we got firecrackers going off in the background, and these these dudes, Todd, um, Todd, Dirk, and uh, Reed, Reed. They're just jumping the whole time. They're so on edge. And yeah. you, as as the audience, as, as the viewer, you're just as tense as they are. Like, motoring came on, fucking, uh, what was the middle song? What was the song that came Jesse's on? Jesse's Girl. Yeah, Jesse's Girl. And I'm just like, why Why are these cool songs so fucking tense right now? Even um, uh, Alfred Molina, uh, a.k.a. Dr. Octopus, uh, Phil on the Roof, uh, pulled out a fucking, like, fucking revolver and played Russian Roulette with himself, like, just to add to the insanity, dude. Yeah, just as a goof. Yeah, he he thought he was being funny after hitting like a crack pipe. Yeah, yeah, sane. And then you have a ninety-nine Luft balloons happening. That's when shit gets real. (laughs) Of all songs, (laughs) holy shit! Yeah, that song is actually pretty dark, as I remember. Is it? Yeah, it wouldn't translate it. It's about like. like a, a balloon that is mistaken for a bomb and it starts World War Three. Hmm. Jesus. And yeah, this what? was back in like uh, in the 80s, like East Germany and West Germany and communism and shit. Son of a bitch. Did not know that. 
Um, it's, such, it's such a funky and awesome song, though. I know. It's a really whimsical song. Um, okay, mm-hmm. here's my deal. You 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 mm-hmm. have the bodyguard because because shit goes you know shit goes haywire because Todd loses it basically just fucks the plan over and is like, give me the money. This is a robbery. Uh, bodyguard dual wields, hits Todd once, dies. Todd kills him. Mm-hmm. I call all the bullshit in the world because <laughs> how big was this guy's house? Like how far away was dumbass bodyguard to just miss like with both pistols pointing at the guy? Oh, I was so mad at him. I was, I was like, what a waste of a bodyguard. Just the most incompetent. Yeah. Alright, so who who called who called Todd Todd dying? Who knew Todd was gonna die when he got to that? Oh, yeah, he knew it from the jump. Yeah, yeah. when when he started um taking things into his own hands, I was like, Yeah, yeah. This guy has to go. He eats the shotgun to the chest. He gets dropped. Reed and Dirk bolt. They try to get away. Fucking shotgun just shotgun bonanza. Uh Dirk should have got killed right there because that fucking glass yeah. apparently <laughs> car glass made in the seventies will protect you from shotgun shells. That's right. <laughs> but uh, um so we got a humble Dirk Diggler, fresh from a uh, botched uh, drug deal robbery. He goes sees Jack and has a real good cry, like a really, real... t- really touching reunion, just begging for forgiveness. Yeah, and right. uh, next ne- next scene is that actually him um, curled up like in a ball on uh, Amber's lap, like mm-hmm. a real real mother and daughter, I mean son vibe going on. Yep, and it's, it's really, just super really pathetic. <laughs> it is and it isn't because it's like. Like they were the ones that actually believed in who Dirk could be. Like they all, they were nothing but encouraging. Like even though, like when you look past that, <laughs> everything's really fucked up. He didn't get that encouragement. You know, his dad was a punk ass bitch. His mom was yeah. just really weird, just very you know, uh, a little heavy handed with shit. But like you know, Jack believed in him. But you know, I could definitely, I could easily be looking too deeply in this. But back to all like the porn interviews. Mm-hmm. They always like they don't ever really seem happy. They always seem really weird. You watch some of them beat yeah, them down. Yeah, so you yeah. know what I'm talking. They have this weird emptiness about them that I can't quite explain or convey. And it's each almost every interview that I see, they all put off that weird vibe, especially the older ones. If you if you think about it, like you gotta have some kind of psychosis to do that type of job. Because you're out in the open like, you're literally putting yourself on blast. Yeah. Uh, especially repeatedly, like yeah. that's, that's yeah. You gotta have a you have to have some kind of psychological makeup, yeah, to do that. It's an intimate act, you know, to have mm-hmm. sex with somebody, and for you to get it to the it's, point to where it's like mechanical and just like it's work, like it's well, it's, I, I, yeah, you're I, trivializing I, it yeah. uh, like a almost spiritual thing, kind of. Goddamn, well, I just everyone, know everyone I just be laying pipe spiritual. Well, I just know for <laughs> it's like you know for a fact. <laughs> Even if they can mentally handle it, there's no way it can't change your interpersonal relationships far after it's over. Absolutely. There's no way you're walking Imagine away Imagine raising children. Imagine trying yeah, to... yeah, check out these documentaries we've been... Uh, I'm going to been, tonight. I'm going to look we, We've been uh, recommending. You You really do see like something something weird behind the eyes there. Yeah, I think, I think, I think yeah. another one's um, Life After Porn. I I, that's on Netflix. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. One. That, yeah, it's pretty sad. Like, uh, uh, I think Asia Carrera is on that one. That's yeah. old school, old school. Oh, your time, youngster. Yeah, you might not want to watch that. It's too many tracking lines happening. But um, <laughs> yeah, so after this, we see um, at like every a little time has passed. Right. 
and we, we see what everybody's up to been up to in the months um, following. Uh, let's see, Buck opened a new store, and he's full he's black. Right. He's fully black now. He embraced <laughs> it finally. Came out there pop locking. I think I think it's called like Buck Super Cool Stereo Sale. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I like how Why's the uh, gotta be book. I like how the colonel is like all the way somebody's bitch. I appreciated oh, that. Yep. I appreciated that check in. I really did. Like, thank you for the update. <laughs> you also, you also got Roller Girl giving uh, giving education one one last go, but you can kind of see her um, like kind of drifting off and looking outside, daydreaming and shit. And can, you can tell she ain't that this ain't gonna work out for her. She, yeah. she, she might make it. She might make it. Give her, give her a chance. Yeah. And I like how um, it kind of hit me because, because uh, you know, Reed was always doing, you know, magic tricks throughout the movie. Uh, Judge, that's John C. Ryder's character. And then I thought about Talladega Nights and the Magic Man. And I was like, holy shit, full circle. Magic Man. Yeah. It totally, totally hit me. And I was like, that's so cool. I but, like how they kept his penis hid to the very, very end. Yes. This is where we have our Man in the Mirror pep talk where he's uh, rehearsing his lines, which is... um. Which is another homage to John Holmes because he would normally uh, lock himself in the bathroom and do his lines because it was the only room that nobody could just barge in on him, you know, kind of being you know a little vulnerable. But uh, at first, it seems like he's literally just talking to himself, trying to tell him, you know, you know, kind of get himself ready for whatever he's about to do. Then you realize he's doing the lines for the movie, and it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) And man, he stands up. We get a not, we get a couple of eyefuls of that that there dingus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he finally pulls it out. Holy shit! The, we see what the big what the big fuss is about. Yeah, because it was. I mean, because every time everyone saw their like when he first had his porn scene, uh, Scotty came. Uh, everyone else was, was like passed out. Yeah, yeah. He fucking his soul was rocked. Uh, <laughs> everyone else was like amazed and you know tilting the head over and shit. And this dude was like a soft ten. <laughs> and also there are still john holmes videos on the internet yeah i don't watch that now I gotta, just, yeah i gotta look this no guy i up. had to see it just to see because if you go to his wikipedia or bios he had the biggest most impressive johnson i'm like okay i got to see this thing <laughs> in real life you're on record you're on record for saying it i don't i'm comfortable i'm, I'm, I'm not, kidding i'm kidding no i, I, I i've seen it i it, had to see it it looks like a, a shampoo bottle like this shit yeah it's it's, it's holy insane. shit it is it's fucking insane. insane. It really is. It's, it's insane. Like, like it's okay. it's not as big as the one that they portray in the movie, but it's pretty huge. I, I think it beats in the circumference, or from memory, because like when I saw it, I was a kid, so it was like it dwarfed uh, mine in all types of ways. I might have to watch it again and kind of feel better about myself. But nah, dude, it was um yeah, it's just it's a lot. It's a lot going on down there, dude. The only God knows what happened there. It's freakish. Uh, but yeah, dude. So but yeah, but that's like flaccid. The uh the yeah. And I was like, Jesus, bro. And the way that he pulled it out was so fucking funny. That's how I knew it was fake. Flopped it out. (laughs) Cause he had to like when he put it back up. He had to like lower his shoulder. Folded it back up like he had to to drop his shoulder down a little bit. (laughs) He had to make sure he had to mind the zipper. It was so funny, dude. Just the extra care that's going. (laughs) Have you ever seen have you ever seen the documentary of of, uh of the guy with like the biggest penis in the world, um, or the biggest ball sack. There's two different ones. It's two. It's because it's, it's like two different ones. Because one like he has like a regular size dong that's huge, but it's another mm-hmm. guy that like put a bunch of silicone in his dong, 
And no, this guy is just regular. Oh. It's just a guy with the regular hugest wang on the planet. Oh, I see. Cause the one, the one that put silicone in it, like his dick, his dick looks like a Pokemon. <laughs> looks, Why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> it looks, it looks, cause he didn't know what, would, like he didn't know how it would go. He thought it was gonna like. You don't test things on your penis, <sighs> it, dude. I, I, penis I, is not a testing ground. Like he, he, he lovingly calls it the blob. Oh no, I've seen that guy. It yeah. Looks like, it, have you seen Have you seen Akira? <laughs> is that that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna have to Google. It that. looks like an alien spaceship. Oh yeah, that's disgusting, dude. That's yeah, he 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 couldn't stop injecting it with the silicone. It looks insane. Like, does he does he like does he seem happy about it or is he hurt? I think he's I think he's dead inside because like <laughs> the way that it's shaped, it's impossible. He, no no woman can take that. Like, look it up and you'll regret it. I'm going it, to. I'm going but to. It, it it looks like <laughs> you see Stranger Things. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm on episode two. Okay, oh, it's good, good show. Okay, I okay. like it. It's really nice. All right, so that's the end of the film. Uh, he pulls the wang out for everyone finally to see, and they uh, they let us mull it over, either be humbled or laugh at its <laughs> its tiny nature, <laughs> which uh, only gods and um, and uh, meta humans can say such things. But um, yeah, man, let's get into final impressions and our ratings, knee pads or slippers we will start with resident hater mr being black nothing ah oh, come on it's gonna be slippers in the closet away they're not gonna be used anytime for this film it'll be some silky roller pad <laughs> roller skating knee pads for me man it's great great movie like I, if it came on right now i'd watch it again like it's just a good flick um yeah uh sunny chips yeah, same here, man. Full, full on uh, sequin uh, <laughs> knee pads. Uh, I guess. Yeah, this is. Yeah, again, this is one of my favorite movies ever. Um, yeah, I really, really appreciate movies where, like the 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 kind of weirdos and, and the uh, misfits find their place in the world, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and especially the these people, these fucked up, fucked up ass people. They. They go through their shit, but in the end, they kind of more or less find their place in the world, and that kind of stuff really gets to me. Okay, so, dude, as far as um, knee pads are concerned, like, they have stars on them. Uh, fucking, we're talking, like, Bill Goldberg, uh, <laughs> like, Starcade 92 fucking knee pads, bro. Like, love the movie. It's an amazing mm-hmm. movie, well-directed, well-shot, well-filmed, well-acted, fucking star-studded cast. Like, there's no way... Like the only person that wouldn't like this movie is that they are just against uh, porn. But at the, at the same time, it handled the subject material like in a pretty good way. It wasn't just gratuitous. I mean, you know, yeah, you could see Heather Graham naked, which is awesome. Uh, Julianne Moore naked, which is pretty cool. You know, like it happens, mm-hmm. but it's not so just. It's not really gratuitous. Like um, apparently there was a there was a copy that got released. Uh, before the movie came out, that was apparently NC-17, but still, man, I mean, it's not like it's Showgirls. It's actually a really good fucking movie, and you can't pin the you know the porn shit with it to shit on it, dude. So yeah, knee pads all the way. Great fucking movie, dude. Um, let's get into the body count, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. That body count. Uh-huh. That body count. Was it two? No, uh-huh. <laughs> fucking eight people died. Okay, but. Let me- but okay. I, I do have to ask this: um, If someone gets born in the movie, do we deduct a death? No. 
No. It's not the hmm. circle of life. All right. <laughs> just, just death over here. Homie. Just only death and destruction. So uh, let's get to what we're all waiting for, folks, for Boogie Nights. Hooray. Let's get into Skin Deep. It's about to get Skin Deep. I just want to see a little figure. Just show me that booty. Just a little bit of titties. Right now, right now. Okay, quick question. Should I announce skin deep like that all the time? Or however you feel, do what you feel, man. Okay. Skin deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chips has to do it because I yeah, that was insulting. Yeah, yeah, I was actually bothered. Just, by it. I'm, I'm, let's throw in some wet sounds in there. Oh. <laughs> it's just like kind of, kind of. You're gonna make me have to turn down the podcast when I go through a drive-through now, and pray that I don't hit that part. Just, just, just galoshes and watermelons. Just, <laughs> just, just unidentified <laughs> voice yeah, yeah. sounds. Gross. So gross. <laughs> so we got we got um I put six point five um mm-hmm. only because uh you know we count pairs here mm-hmm. and uh there was a, there was one black chick boob like just one because uh because <laughs> she was trying to stab Brock Landers and he knew how to make her talk so that that was our point five and um one bush and um one man butt and one fake dick because yeah. uh, it was actually a prosthesis. Unfortunately, ladies, I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, but it let Mark keep it for uh, pros- prosperity. Really? I, I wonder where he keeps that. Um, does, does he beat home intruders with it? <laughs> I think he uses it as a fishing lure. <laughs> Chase down robbers with it. I am a star. I am I'm a, a bright, bright, bright star. star. Oh, shit. Um, okay. yeah, I, I didn't count the, the, the baby because, uh, I'm not the Colonel, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. So if this was, uh, this is a really fun question. If this is a video game, what would it be? Let's start with, it's pretty simple. Really? Okay. Let's start, let's start with black. Uh, leisure suit, leisure suit, Larry. That was my answer. Oh. That's it. That's all. That's pretty much all you got. That's a good one. That's I don't, a good there's one. really nowhere else to go with that. Or one of those weird Asian rapey games. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. We, we won't. Let's not, let's not justify those today. We'll just say Leisure Suit Larry. Very good call. Very good call on that one, my friend. Great, great shit. Check it out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good movie, man. You definitely should watch it. Um, I will. You guys have any recommendations or anything? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Any any movies? I need something to watch tonight. Um, I let's see. Huh. <laughs> I oh uh. Do y'all ever see the Eric Andre show? I was watching that. It's a good show. It's a really good show. It's um, fucking hilarious. It's, uh, see, season four started yesterday. Oh, it's uh, still going? Uh, August the 5th, it started um, season four. It was all right. But man, seasons like two and three are just fucking comedy gold. Like, I would recommend... I'm going to recommend three things. Um, I would recommend, number one, uh, for Mr. Me and Black, uh, Lady Dynamite. Uh, Maria Bamford's TV show is really fucking good. Um, I like it a lot, at least. Um, I would also recommend you guys listen to Nerdy Bitches. Um, they have a brand new episode that's out right now, and they have another episode that will be coming out uh, where my wife, 
mm-hmm. talking about DC TV shows. And the next episode for Nerdy Bitches will be the Boozalicious episode, where they're mm-hmm. basically going to get hammered um, with uh, comic book-themed drinks and uh, just chit-chat and have a good time. Um, I've heard the DC TV show episode. I really liked it. thought it was really good. And the last recommendation, shout-out to Fans on Patrol. They just recorded their 100th episode, which will be out uh, when you hear this uh, this uh, podcast right now. So congratulations to them. Congratulations to uh, Dwayne Williams, uh, Tiffelbot, and uh, Montego Bradley. Uh, congratulations. Huge fucking deal. 100 episodes, man. That is a fucking feat. Hey, don't forget uh, Open All Powers. They Holy shit, yeah. Uh, uh, Sam and Gaz, man. I think they had uh, uh, Samantha back on there and everything. So congratulations to those guys. That's a huge fucking deal. Um, man, dude, just... And we're only at fifty fucking four. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I've one got day. some. I got some good plans for episode one hundred. <laughs> I, I want that the porn one. convention. I, the, I want that one. We're with the porn convention. Maybe perhaps. That'd be awesome. Uh, I can neither, neither confirm nor deny. Yeah, you totally can pick uh, movie one hundred. I know it's gonna be fucking brutal. No, no, it's not gonna be a po- podcast. Oh, it's not. You'll see. Okay. Oh, jeez. Right. We're doing a uh, Serbian film, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have no idea. I'm just talking about them. I know. That, 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 that's what it would be. All right, guys. Uh, you guys have a good week. We will see you next week. I don't know what movie we're doing. Uh, Mr. Being Black will be on vacation. So, Black, do you have any uh, parting words for our uh, fans here? Keep it sexy, bitches. All right. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>